I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere as we bloviate even on. A Sunday, a football Sunday. We welcome you into the Magic Podcast studio because, hey, four hours a night are not enough. Eight days a week. Eight days a week. We are glad you have found the radio show in podcast format. This is a standalone podcast. No radio only on the podcast format, and we are ready to rumble is what we are ready to do here. Yes, ring the bell here. As, uh, joined yet again from west of the 405, David Gascon is uh, here. You're, uh, you're not the only one with some drops, although mine probably a little bit better than yours. So, Well, no, mine are better. See, I have a more authentic audience here. They're very happy I'm here. Oh, boy. And, uh, excited, yes. Reason. What you have is like fake over the top. What I have is legit. That's a – you can feel the presence of no, the I crowd. I don't you know can. if you know this, but we're, we're in Los Angeles, and everything here is pretty much fake. So um, – Fake tops, well, no, fake no, bottoms, I'm, fake I'm lips. <laughs> well, uh, not not on this show. I mean, uh, that's just that's not the reality. 
No, would you ever okay. be inclined to get? Uh, would you ever be inclined to get hair plugs? Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Although, if somebody you know sponsor paid for it, I'd consider it. But that uh, seems like a lot of, you know, a lot of work. You could probably put off the pull off the John Travolta look. Like people were giving him shit about having the hair plugs and all that fake hair, and then all of a sudden he went, he bicked it, and you know he was he's rocking it, he's rocking the bald. So. If it uh, if it goes for yeah. you, I think it'd be I think it'll be good just with the bald. When's your hair gonna start to fall out? You're you're getting up there in age now. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm a little worried if that comes anytime soon. Although the beard is is pretty pretty gray now. Like it's getting there. I got like a you're lot of salt beard. and pepper. Yeah. Oh, so you're uh, I mean that's... you're a long time television guy, so is the look to go you know, without facial hair or is it to rock the salt and pepper look on camera? Well, see, I think you look – it's like, kind of like with glasses. I, I'll answer it this way. Like when I first yep. started wearing glasses, I said, oh, my God, what a, what a clown I am. I'm losing. I got the, the glasses. But then I realized that people see you more educated, that you have yes. uh, knowledge when you have glasses on. So it, it turned a negative into a positive. Now, I think the same thing is true with salt and pepper. Okay. Like I have a little – I have I have that going on. I think people look at you say, "Well, you've been around. You're a seasoned veteran. You're distinguished." You live life. Yeah, there's something there's something there, and uh, and so come on, man. Yeah, no, I don't think that's bad. I think that's that's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, I'm not. I guess now there is a point where you cross over, and then you become the old guy, and then yeah. when that happens, your phone likely will not be ringing that much, and you know it's. It's going to be that kind of situation. So, be so it sounds like sounds like to me what you're trying to tell me is that I need to get uh, my best suit on, grow the hair out, and and kind of mimic Dallas Reigns of our local uh, of our local ABC affiliate here right, in Los Angeles. A global podcast guest on. You're doing local LA TV personalities <laughs> as a reference. That is not not something we're looking for. It's a bad job by you. Shame it's on all right. It's all about uh, proximity for me. Stop. So, Stop. <laughs> yeah, can't do that. It's a podcast, but yes, um, you could. Yeah. It's been done before. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like Rob Kazaki age as well. Rob is a great friend of the show. He's a friend of the Malin Militia. I've known Rob for many years. I love Rob. Rob's great. Channel Seven in L.A. Mm-hmm. Rob Fukazaka. And uh, if you if you look at his name and the last name, you'll say that that name would be pronounced a different way. Uh, but uh, we love Rob. Rob is outstanding. So can't uh, can't get enough uh, of him. Right. I don't know what you might. But uh, as far as the the way this podcast now, this is the email podcast. The email podcast. So we're going to go deep into the mailbag. We're going to answer all of your burning questions because this. Let me tell you, the Maller Militia, endless questions and and these are not a waste of time they're not they're not like that they're they're more meaningful gascon they are i think but uh anyway we'll get right into the mailbag not dilly dally do not waste any time no 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 so uh the first email now if you want to send an email by before we get into this if you want to send a message to the show every tuesday now i will put up on the show facebook page my facebook page ben maller's show on facebook a post normally it's in the morning it could be mid morning uh, late morning if you're on the east coast early morning on the west coast 
usually around know, seven or eight on the West Coast, so 10 or 11 on the East Coast, I will put a post up and ask for questions. And you can do it at any point over that that day, Tuesday, or you can email your question whenever. Like right now, you could be listening to this Sunday podcast and say, hey, I got a question for next week. As long as it's not dated, then we can use it. Just put question in the headline and send it over. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. So you can send questions whenever, whenever you want. And uh, I, I would be remiss now being that this is the mailbag podcast. We actually have a legitimate big time podcast open, which needs to be played here, Gascon, because you can't start. It's to- in yeah, the there bag. it is. that's right so now we're ready to go thanks to ohio al who re-recorded that and it's solid that's good that's gonna it's gonna go viral doesn't sound good playing again al i like it so much All right, so first email comes in from uh, the state of Montana. The state of Montana. It says, uh, Ben and David, have you guys ever worked uh, with or been best friends with someone who is so negative, such a crybaby, tries their best to get people in trouble, and emotionally is such a pussy? Uh, That is what Helen is. Uh, She's completely toxic. She can't handle people enjoying their jobs, their lives. She must have a very sad, depressing life. Probably no friends or family that even want to be around her because of her toxicity. Stu is probably similar and has made the mistake of treating her like a queen. Queen of shit uh, (laughs) is what she is. I will pay David not to apologize for using an acronym, Crazy, Ugly, Negative Toddler, uh, signed Tammy in Montana. Well, Gascon, you really have a group of, of listeners, it seems like they're mostly women, who run to your defense here. You have yeah. a, a a squad, we'll call them the squad here, that uh, run around and they're very upset with Helen. Now, I did not get an email this week from Helen. Uh, she good. did not email now, that could mean that Helen's no longer listening to the podcast. I hope she's still listening. I'm a fan of Helen Hopefully and Stu. They're, they're friends of mine. Uh, they're good friends of mine via email. Uh, or it's possible she's not listening. Uh, it's possible she's listening and she's stewing. Uh, see what I did there? She's yes. stewing. And, and then she could you know, respond with a more vicious attack. But Tammy Montana, now how much do you pay her for that? What's the dollar? Well, she said she was going to pay me, so I just wonder what kind of uh, transaction this is. Um, you know, going to, go to Montana anytime soon? I need to go to Montana. I need to. I need to make a trip that way. North Dakota, South Dakota, maybe Montana for sure. Yeah. Wyoming. I need to do that. I need to. You know, we're not able to do too much here in Los Angeles County anymore, so might as well, you know, migrate to other parts of the country. If you're allowed to do that, show me your papers. Go to like Wyoming. You should. You'd be good in Wyoming. Laramie Cheyenne would be fun. Wyoming. Yeah, Cheyenne would be great. Yeah. Now, did you have um, did you have a fake ID when you were younger? 
I did have a fake ID. When what I was, was the state of the ID from? Well, it was actually in California. This was oh. a long time ago. And there was a meat shop. I've told the story before. There's a meat shop, though, in I grew up in Orange County in Santa Ana, which was yeah. in the bad part of Orange County in those <laughs> days. So we went in there, and a buddy in high school said, hey, I, I know this place in Santa Ana. It's a meat shop. But if you go in the back, you walk all the way through the meat shop, all the way through all the different meats that are cut up and you know, and being stored in, in the freezer. You go to the very back. They have a storage room. And in the storage room, if you talk to you know, whoever the person was, I forget the name, uh, they have a machine, and they do IDs. And if you pay them an extra whatever it was, like 20 bucks, they'll do an ID, put any age you want. doesn't matter. They don't check. Does it? And it's official California state ID. And in those days, that's how you could get an ID. Now you have to have everything. It's a lot, a lot more red tape and it's supposed to be more legit. But, yeah, I had a, a fake ID. My name on my fake ID, uh, this is when Cheers was on TV, was Norm. Norm <laughs> Peterson. That's great. Name. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I I brought it up because mine was from Billings, Montana. Billings, Montana. Now, the veteran move here, and I have a, a guy that we've had on, on the podcast here. I will not reveal his name, but I think you can figure out who it is, who's got a license plate from one state, a driver's license from another state, insurance from a different state, <laughs> all in an effort to circumvent having to pay taxes. It's good. The full amount of taxes. And so it, it's great, but my my friend uh, will point out that it does become a little bit of a hassle when you get pulled over and you have to explain why your car is from one state, your driver's license is from the second state, and your insurance is from the third state. Yeah. So that becomes a little that becomes a little dicey. But but once you work around that, and there, it takes a long time. It's a hassle, but you, legally you're not breaking the law per se. You're allowed to do that. So. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Anyway. Interstate commerce. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you're helping out other parts of the country. Why not? Kevin from Rockford, Illinois writes in. He says, hey, if I saw you at Costco, Ben, and wanted a picture and an autograph, uh, would you shun uh, shun away uh, or, or would you take the, uh, the picture? Would you shun me away or take the picture? Uh, some well-known people are nice in the spotlight, but dicks in real life so kevin now i've actually had this happen uh, multiple times which is odd to me because i'm on radio but i've had people i've been at costco not the not since i moved but before and there was a, a gentleman that came up to me and was a fan of the show very nice uh, so here's what would happen kevin first of all I, it would be very awkward it's very awkward. I'm at Costco. I'm in my happy place. I'm eating my hot dog, my slice of pizza. I'm having my my good time getting some samples there, walking around Costco. So it'd be awkward. It's unexpected, and you never expect it. Uh, but, I, yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to, to take a picture, unless I'm dressed like a slob. Then I'd be like, I don't know if I want to take a picture. The autograph thing's always awkward. The autograph thing's awkward because, you know, my autograph's not worth anything. But if you wanted it, Kevin, I, I would give you an autograph. And as long as I wasn't a total disheveled slapdick, I would take a, a photo with you. Sometimes I go to Costco and I'm, I'm not wearing my Sunday church clothes. I'm, I'm dressed like, you know, a bum. So it happens. It does happen. Now, Gascon would charge you $39.99 for the autograph. And yes. for the photograph, that's actually $80. So he charges more for photographs because it's still so good. It's still cheaper than what you charge for Cameo. So, um, I would say I'm within that's reason to. That's, that's not true. After after, listen, let me explain. After on cameo, as we talked about in a previous podcast, 
<laughs> after Apple takes 30%, yeah. and after Cameo takes 25%, there's not much left over. And then the tax man gets in there, so there's not much. It's pretty much a public service. Even though it seems, it seems like that's a, a lot of money to buy Cameo with me in it, but then when you do the math on that, you're like, wait a minute. That, that's not that much at all because when everyone puts their hand in the cookie jar and you know, take money out for this, that, and the other thing, and the grind is on, and then I'm left <laughs> licking my wounds <laughs> by the time it's done. I'm like, my wife's like, what, raise your price. I'm like, no, I already raised it once a couple years ago. That's it. I can't go any higher. I, no mas. No mas. No, uh, no mas. Uh, Joe in uh, Richmond, Virginia says, Ben. The games played on the radio show are so entertaining, but over the past two months, there seems to be no time to fully play them. Have there been any discussions among your team to improve time management and allow more time for the games? Uh, well, Joe, it's a question we get quite a bit. It is the ebb and flow of the radio show as we uh, gibber-gabber and yap the night away, and it's a balance. And some nights we have more time for the game, some nights we don't. The problem I have, Joe, is this. There's no guarantee the games are going to be any good. And oftentimes it's like drinking from a fire hose when you get these games going, and you're like, they're, they're terrible. And there's nothing worse than having allotted a fair amount of, of time, which is very valuable, most valuable resource we have is time. And then you set up an extra long game show, and then you get a couple of dum-dums, right? Just morons, mama lukes on the game. And then you're like, what have I done here? We were just, this is bad radio. It's terrible. Now, it is frustrating when we have two good people on the game, and then the game ends up being short. I don't like it. And we do need to have a fair amount of time. Some of these games we've had very short amounts of time. But we get carried away on some other things, and then time escapes us, and we the ebb and flow of the show. But at some point, maybe the the people upstairs in suits will come knocking on our door, and then I'll be on time, by the clock, four the clock, plausibly all about the clock at that point. But as much as I love the games, when you when you get goofy Flexes versus hollering James. In the game show, and or not even really Holly James. I mean, those guys actually somewhat try. Uh, it was our guy in Ottawa, Gordy in Ottawa, who's now in Waterloo, which nobody knows unless you're in, in that area, but uh, Waterloo and some of the other goofballs that get on there. So that uh, answers your question, Joe, but I'm glad you like, like the games. Hey, Ben, and hopefully David. Yeah, people don't know when you're going to be here. Uh, ben, since you moved into your new Maller mansion, what's the story on your laundry basket? Wait, who's that from? Uh, hold on a sec here. This was posted on Facebook. I don't think they – I always say every post I say name and city, and 90% of these yahoos never actually I never actually post their name and city. Let me. Ch- I'm going to go to the Facebook page right now. Hold on a sec here. And we are listening live to Ben Maller going deep into the heart of Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to go into Mark You're Zuckerberg's not on- political yeah. weapon of choice. Dun, yeah, dun, all right, dun. Calm, calm down over there. Hold on a sec. Were you a big Let's MySpace see. fan while you're looking that up? Were you bigger in MySpace or Facebook? 
Uh, no, I had MySpace. We we used MySpace. MySpace was bigger than at one point. It was bigger than yeah. Facebook for a while. They they screwed that up. It's kind of like there was VHS and there was Beta, and Beta was bigger than VHS. But then VHS passed them by. And now they're all done. Uh, this is from Kevin. That's the little betas around. This, you you. I looked up the name. The name is Kevin. I don't know where Kevin's at. Kevin oh. didn't give his name. I don't see anything on his, his Facebook page. There's no workplace given, no school, no place to show, uh, no relationship information to show. Kevin's well, pretty much a ghost. Well, you know what? He's a male, and, uh, and he was hoping for me to be on the show. So it's, it's a good job. I'm kind of males and females. Oh, oh, were, you, were you hoping that it was a a woman? Are you are you bummed out right now? No, I'm just uh, showing the balance that I have amongst your 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 loyal listeners are, are obviously male and female that would like me to be a part of more and more and more. So it's yeah, a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing, my man. There's a lot of people right now that wish your your time on this podcast would just uh, you know, go a different direction, shall we say. So anyway, uh, let's, <laughs> yeah, just, like, just, like in, just like in Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, there you go. Love that. Uh, it's not fake at all, Mr. President. It's not. Uh, it's legit. It's uh, authentic. It's wonderful. It's, it's all fake news. No, it's, it's, it's phony fake. stuff. No, it's not. It didn't happen. It happened. I just played it. I just played it right there. All right. Now, what is next on the mailbag? Uh, Blake in Arkansas. By the way, to answer your question, uh, Kevin, on the laundry basket, the, you're talking about the laundry cart that I found on the side of the road that I took to the Mallor Mansion. That and I'd say 90% of all of my belongings are in a storage shed. And it is collecting dust and it is very valuable trash. Mm. We are paying a lot of money to store trash at this point. And I have realized one of my, my takeaways from this experience, this little episode of my life, is that I have lived a good life over the last couple of months without all of my stuff that I really do not need. Pretty much everything that's in, in, in a storage uh, situation right now, I don't need. My life's fine. I, don't, I have everything I need. I can you know, live my life. Everything's fine. I mean, that's just extra stuff. That not, I'm not saying I'm going to become a minimalist and live out of a backpack. Uh, I'm not saying that at all. But, but all I am pointing out is that I really do not need the uh, the the crap the the laundry cart the uh, you know go go down the list of all the other random nonsense that I have and it's you know, <laughs> I lie, I lie. why am I paying all that money it's uh, it's ridiculous so anyway uh, Blake in Arkansas says boys you should have taken me up on the Arkansas Texas tickets that place was rock what an atmosphere damn uh, yeah I, I saw that game crushed uh, Blake. yeah I was watching that. That was that was great. You put Steve Sarkeesian in his place. Uh, it says, "Oh, and David, the talent. Oh, the talent. Every five steps, little Southern Belle shorty rocking the short skirt and cowboy uh, boots." Ah, uh, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. That's good. See? Good scenery, man. Lots to look. I need to go. I need to go make my way down there. Yeah, you'd be big in Arkansas. You could go to Arkansas. I can see you in Little Rock. Rocking a little rock. That'd be kind of fun, man. Just for a weekend. When they start tailgating on Thursday and then finish Sunday Sunday night. Yeah. I was in 
I don't know about Arkansas. I was in Oklahoma at a Sooners game, and they yeah. were, they were they were drinking the beer at seven in the morning. They were, they were going for <laughs> seven a.m. and the game was like it wasn't an early game; it was a late afternoon evening game, and they were they were drinking the drink. Uh, let's see, God, good God Almighty, uh, Blake says. Anyway, changing gears, uh, Ben. I called a month ago and told you I have around ten thousand new era fitted hats from the old. Uh, Negro leagues, uh, some some are super cool, and I have the the crews, but I don't have a single one that will fit your big ass melon. So no size eight <laughs> in the uh, in those hats, unfortunately, which which sucks. Uh, he says I finally found you one locally that will fit. Well, thank you, thank you for that. Uh, it'll be in the mail this week, David. What is your hat size? Any Seven. color or team? Seven and three eighths. I don't. Know. I gotta look at all the the Negro League teams. Then I, uh, man, uh, how does one end up with around ten thousand new era fitted hats from the Negro Leagues? Man, I don't know, but they got to be some really that's good the- ones though. Oh, you know what? You sh- oh, that sucks. They have one Ben, the Baltimore oh, Elite Giants. Hold on a sec. Let me go to the hold on. Yeah, the Birmingham yeah. Black Barons. That's good. Man, now you're getting about this here. These are good. Okay, I I think I used to have a guy. I used to have a guy named Quentin from Mm -hmm. LA. He's probably dead now, but he used to call me up, and he would anytime I talk baseball. He he, talk about Josh Gibson, and he he was convinced that Josh Gibson. They said they called him the the Black Babe Ruth, and he was better than Babe Ruth. And he he'd call up and tell stories. You know, he's old. Old black guy, and he tells stories about Josh Gibson and how far the home runs he hit and all this stuff. It, he he was so old, I think he watched Josh Gibson play. Really, <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. But uh, let me see. I'm going to them. You know, typing this I, I think the uh, Kansas City Monarchs is a good hat, and probably the oversized KC there. Yeah, and probably the uh, the Newark Eagles. I, I, I'm my favorite color is probably blue on these hats, but. Uh... Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just went solid. To, I went to the Negro League website, and they're all, all the hats are sold out. But I'm looking here. The Memphis Red Sox. That's a good. That's kind of that's a big M. Yeah, that's not a bad looking. You know, as as you know, I have a uh, fascination with M and and B hats. So yeah, uh, I that uh, yeah, the, I look at the Baltimore Elites. That's good. Although that looks, it's a B, but it looks like an A to me. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like an eight to me. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. You could wear that. Ooh, that you, what, Boston, one you can't Boston. wear. You can't. You can't wear the ABC. I can't wear that. I can't walk. Uh, the a lot of black. A lot of black crackers. No. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh, is that what, I don't know. I haven't looked at that. Uh, the Austin Black Senators. That looks like the University of Arizona hat. That's, that's good. Just got like a, a, a red A with a white outline on it. That's good. Yeah, Memphis is solid. Well, I think anyone that's probably this, by the way, is this the kind of content that people are looking for? Is this writing? <laughs> that's why people tune into the podcast to hear us look at random Negro League hats. Here's the Oakland Larks. That's like an O. Kind of reminds me of an Ohio State hat, except it's black and yellow. Yeah. Black and yellow, yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, my God. And they, of those, the, the two that I would rock, the ones I've looked at, Baltimore Elite Giants, I'd, I'd go that, and Memphis Red Sox. Yeah, Memphis is good. Did they get sued by the Boston Red Sox? Having, do you imagine if you started – a, a team, and you just said, oh, I'm going to call them the Dodgers, and we'll, uh, we'll have the team name. We'll see how that goes. And uh, I see the New York Cubans. Saw that. That looks like that looks like the Mets hat to me, uh, just a fatter N and a fatter Y. Yeah. The interlocking Y there. Man, could you imagine if you rocked that Atlanta hat, the Atlanta Black Crackers, if you rocked that, <sighs> you're going to get knocked out. It just says ABC, right? Doesn't it? Is it? Uh, well, it has it? ABC in the middle, but around it, it says Atlanta Black Crackers. Oh, does it? I don't yeah. see that on the page I'm on. Yeah, that would be awkward. Be yeah. a little, a little on that. Uh, there's a oh, the Cleveland team was called the Buckeyes. Yeah. Huh. So Baltimore, the Baltimore Black Sox, and the Memphis Red Sox are probably the two best hats I see on here. Those are the ones I I picked. I know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm going top to bottom, like looking at all of these because I didn't see the other ones. Oh, that's good, man. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's good, my man. There's this Kansas City All Nations one. That looks kind of weird, but <laughs> I think they were trying to do the C like a baseball diamond. It looks like to me. Yeah, it's like a baseball. Uh, well, that that we spent way too much time on that. But thank you, Blake, uh, for the uh, the hat that you're going to send preactive, you know, pre preemptively. Thank you and. Oh yeah, seven and three eighths. Seven and three eighths. But you didn't really specify which which you're looking for. I mean, you were all over the place. You mentioned like seven or eight different hats. Chef's choice. How about that? Chef's choice. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mike from Fort Wayne, Indiana. 
the Cub fan says, how annoying is Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> well, he's not annoying. I've known, I've known Stephen you know, casually since he was a writer in Philadelphia. Um, but I don't watch his – I'm sleeping when he's on, so I don't watch his show. So he's not annoying to me at all. I don't really consume his social media. I don't follow him on social media. So he, he exists in a parallel dimension. But I, I am fascinated every time I see how popular with the 2% on social media, how popular Stephen A is. And I flash back to when he was the morning guy at the shop that we work at and didn't, didn't really move the needle at all. It's fascinating to me. You know, but uh, good for him. He's, he's done very well for himself, but didn't quite work as a morning, morning radio guy. John uh, writes in. He says, uh, when you go out to dinner, soup or salad? Always soup, never salad, sometimes never soup. Always soup, never salad, sometimes never soup. Uh, uh, so I, I, I love my new thing here. When I, We have a nice uh, Mexican restaurant near the, the house here. Tortilla soup. Big fan of – do you like tortilla soup? Yeah, absolutely. Tortilla soup. And at Italian soup, at Italian uh, restaurants, I get that, uh, that like meatball soup. I forget what it's called, but got some some authentic uh, Italian name, but I like that. Yeah, I don't like the salad. And, unless it's not really a salad, just put a ton of chicken on it and salad dressing and make it seem like it's, you know, it, it, you think you're eating a salad, but it's really just a lot of fattening stuff on top of lettuce. Now, that's, uh, that's the question is with tortilla soup, do you eat it cold, warm, or hot? Uh, I like it hot. Okay. I like it hot. Yeah, I like it hot. You? you uh, I, I go I go hot or cold, oddly enough. No, nah, I like my food hot. Yeah. Mostly. Unless it's ice cream. Jason in Rocky <laughs> Mountain writes in. Says, hey, guys, I was wondering if you have watched Malice at the Palace, the documentary I caught it the other day, and I had no idea Charlie in San Antonio used to be a Pistons fan, and his claim to fame was getting clocked by Ron Artest and Jermaine O'Neal. I guess that's why he moved to Texas and became a Spurs fan, uh, says uh, Jason. I have not seen the documentary. I've been had people recommend it. I'm not able to watch a lot of documentaries right now because of my living situation, uh, but I will at some point. It's on my, my to-watch list. So I'll check it out. I've also heard good things about this Mets documentary that has been popping up on the radar the last week about the 86 Mets. So I got to check that out. Uh, the Malice at the Palace one was amazing because we we lived it on the show. We were on that night, one of the great nights I've had in radio. Uh, Jason, if you were listening back then, we were on the radio. It was a Friday night. I was doing the weekend show. It was the big ESPN game, the Pistons and the Pacers, I happened to be watching the game and the malice at the palace chaos uh, on the Western front. And it was on. We, we did the entire show, four hours. And I had planned out some other things as I normally do. And I tossed it all aside. I said, let's just go with it. We did four hours of Bruder film style coverage. And thing was so crazy with all of the delays and, and all the things that took place there. The game ended not that shortly or not that long rather before we came on the radio and then even crazier later on ron artest at that time known as meta world peace did some shows at fox sports radio in fact i did one i did a when jay moore was out i i did a fill-in show for jay 
with Ron Artest, we did a bunch of, I think it was like a three-hour three, three hour show or whatever. And we, off the air, we were, I was asking him about the malice of the palace and all that. He was very cool, very mellow, very calm. Uh, so I'll have to, to check that out. Uh, but I have not seen Have you seen it? Yes, no, not yet. Malice. No. Do you not have Netflix? No, I do. I just too swamped this other crap going on right now. NFL season, man. NBA takes a backseat. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think when I went to Europe was when I was able to consume that the one Manning uh, documentary that you told me about with Al Jazeera. And, oh, the dark uh, side. That Great was really good. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was perfect. I think I was taking a train from from Berlin down to Poland, and I put that sucker on, and I was glued to it, man. <laughs> it was yeah. like, it, it was really limited. well done. It was well done, and I I do have information on that now we're still waiting there's a lawsuit filed by ryan howard and ryan zimmerman i believe is the other guy from the nationals Mm. back in the day and so they've they've sued al jazeera this is still working through the legal system and once that is adjudicated i'm pretty confident that we can have one of the producers of that documentary who has been a uh, someone that I've had a, you know, a casual uh, relationship with. I, you know, we've gone back and forth, a business relationship, obviously, talking about about that documentary. And so uh, they have said that once that's all settled and it's supposed to happen sooner than later, that they will come on the podcast here and do an interview. So nice. We'll get looking forward to that. About that documentary. I look forward to it. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we have? Let's see. Page down. Oh, Mike from Fort Wayne had another question. He says, uh, he says, for both of you, is it better to ask for forgiveness or permission? A wife is going away for a week for work. I have my eye on a Corvette. Should I buy it and ask for forgiveness? That's a tough one. That's a very expensive item. And I'm not sure your financial situation, Mike. Can, uh, how, payments, what's the, what's the plan here? Do you have the money saved up? Is it just in case you buy the car? You don't have the car payments. How long has he been married? Yeah, how long has he been married? How how much money does your wife make in comparison to you and vice versa? Is she I, the one that makes more I, money than you? And that's I, a problem too. You know, I, I feel like if he's going to buy the car, he's got to do something big for her, like a vacation or like a nice, really nice gift. Like he has to get something to compliment that. He, he's got to do something big for her. Well, the other recommendation with the Corvette thing, and just cars in general, is you gotta you gotta put a big chunk of money down, if not pay the whole thing off, because the car payment is one of the great scams of our time, because they, they will give you and what sounds like an amazing deal, but when you see how much interest you're paying on the car payment, it's you're getting taken and bent over behind the woodshed and beaten, so. Uh, but if you love the car and you can afford it and you've got the money. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening uh, yeah, that's i i've always followed the philosophy more it's it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission because if yeah. you they used to work with a guy in radio i forget his name i did a football show with him but he he would always say just just do it ben and then uh, if we make you know make a mistake just just then we'll say we're sorry and then we're good but it is true because if you ask for permission my life experiences oftentimes you will not get that permission yeah. The answer will be, but if you do it, then it's like, okay, yeah, you screwed up. Bad job by me. And then things work out better. Though. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, pull the trigger. And if you do do it, take a picture for us so we can see what color it is. What color Corvette are we talking about? You think it's, it's like got to be red, right? Red What's that? Yeah. It got to be red, right? Well, that's the cliche. The trope is red. Could be bright yeah. yellow. Could bumblebee yellow for all we know. Those are the uh, those are the two most ticketed cars in the country. Not Corvette, but red and yellow cars are the most ticketed cars. Red and yellow, red and yellow. Well, most cars are white or black. Actually, most cars are white. Yeah, uh, on the road. Yeah, and so that's just the way it is. And and uh, you get those ugly, occasionally you get the ugly orange car. Oh, really? <laughs> I've seen some really good. I saw a BMW that was in like laser blue like that really bright laser kind of blue i don't know how else to describe it it was really really great it was wonderful well the teslas are like that out. now well tesla that costs more if you want to get most teslas they have like a standard palette of colors which yeah. is like white black red blue but if you want to get any exotic colors you got to spend more money but if you can afford a tesla you can you can afford more yeah uh, for sure all right. Uh, would you rather have an itch? This is from Lord Gufa from Tent City, USA. He says, would you rather have an itch that you can't reach or have a song that is stuck in your head? So I would rather have the song stuck in the head because that, that, to me, that's the better way to go. When you have an itch that you can't scratch, I've itched a lot lately. I have been attacked, as we've mentioned on the radio show, we mentioned on the podcast this weekend, mosquitoes the skeeters are getting me and every time i i do inventory i've got one or two more bites and it's nonsense and i've had to 
to rub itch cream all over my arms. Otherwise, I'll just rip these things off and I'll have goo, like the goo from the bug bite and all that all over my arm. So that sucks. But I can reach that. But it would be even worse if I couldn't reach it. So I'm going with a song stuck in my head because then you can kind of hum it. And you can hum it. And and that's that's okay. I'm going to go with I'd rather have an itch that I can't scratch. Why? Why? It's a bad answer. That's the wrong answer. Because I can itch somewhere else to have my body like think that that's an itchy spot. So it takes away from concentrating on the one spot I can't get to. Nah, I guess God. It's all misdirection, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a bad job by you. Uh, what is next on the mailbag? Let's see here. Page down. Uh, page down. Ah, uh, let's see here. Uh, we have a Vols fan, Jimmy. Uh, he says he's in Fayetteville, Tennessee. For both of you, have you ever had a Brazilian wax? Well, Gascon, you, you've had one every other month for the last three years. I have not. I've ever dated a Brazilian? Uh, have I dated a Brazilian woman? Uh, I don't. She was some, I did date someone from South America, but I, not from Brazil. No. Mm. You? Yeah, one time. Fond memories? I was very rowdy. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. I've never done the the Brazilian wax. I've done uh, the petty. My uh, my wife will uh, take me to get the the petty. She likes to go and have the mani and the petty and all that. And I just like, I uh, you know, want to soak my feet in water and massage my feet and do the toenail thing. Get the little, goo outside the toenails yeah, and all that. A little indulging. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But keep in mind that's only because. I follow the philosophy, happy sure. wife, happy life. If yeah. uh, she does not want me to go, I, there's no reason for me on my own to go in and spend a fortune on a pedicure. Why would I do that? But she likes it because we can hang out. You know, she sits on one side, I sit on the other, and uh, she's happy about that. Yeah, you got so. like a, a woman that's like four foot eleven working on you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> who's likely screaming profanity as soon as I walk out of the uh, salon. Uh, yeah. What the f- This asshole. I can't believe this. They don't pay me enough. Here, you know, here, here I am. Uh, you know, I'm doing my thing, and uh, this asshole comes in. It's probably used to, like, women that come in there every month. I, yeah. I'll, I'll get a like, – my, my wife will drag me there uh, a couple of times a year, right? Bruh. And it's like, what? what you know, it's just ridiculous. And I go in there, and immediately alarm bells start buzzing there. Like, what are you doing? Boy. What are you? What, 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 what are you going boy for? It's like a kid in a candy store, dude. You just keep firing away. Uh, the Maller militia enjoy what they're they're hearing here. They uh, they're fans. They like it. Don't, don't, don't roll your eyes. They're clapping. Look at that. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll move on. Now, what is next? What is next? A Charlie in Memphis, Tennessee says, Ben, why do you call the NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, and NBA champion a defending champion? It is impossible to defend a trophy that you cannot lose. He points out the MMA, UFC, pro wrestling, and pro boxers are defending a title. The legacy sports leagues are reigning champions. Well, Charlie, you need to get a fucking life, Charlie. That's number one. Number two, okay, if you are the heavyweight champion of the world, 
Like Mike Tyson was the heavyweight champion of the world. Now, technically, he lost the belt, but people still call him a former heavyweight champion of the world. So by your status, by your statement there, we shouldn't say that because he doesn't have the trophy anymore. He doesn't have the belt anymore. Uh, but it's just it's that that's how we do it. You're the defending champion. You could say reigning champion if you want, but you are defending the title, trying to go back to back. And it's like the Chicago Bulls when they would would three peat right three peat. Then they took a couple years off. Jordan could go hang out and play baseball. But come on. And really, the advice here uh, for you, Charlie, when you, with a question like this, uh, you know, I'm going to turn to the president for some advice because he's got better advice than me. He we ne- all need to laugh. Yes. Yeah, let it go. Come on. Laugh a little. I think it's three stages of, of a title defense, though, right? You're, you're trying to get into the playoffs, so you have to win in the regular season. Then you have to obviously advance in the playoffs, and then you have to win the championship game or series. So there's three levels of this defense. Yes, there's there's different levels to it, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to continue just to annoy Charlie, just to annoy him. I will continue to go down the path of defending champion just to annoy him. Uh, Pierre in Springfield, Massachusetts, says, Ben, what's your biggest gambling payday and your biggest loss in a single day or weekend? Well, I cannot give that information out, Pierre. As you know, uh, gambling is illegal in, in California, uh, not legal yet. And uh, some of those wagers may or may not have been made in, let's just say, uh, awkward uh, situations with bookmakers that might not have been licensed by the government. Uh, but I have, I have the ability, and this is a skill, Pierre, I have the ability to get just as upset at losing a small wager as I would losing a large wager. But the biggest loss I, I recall was the Atlanta Braves in the 90s against the uh, – they were playing the St. Louis Cardinals. And it was a, a, a first-round playoff series, three Hall of Fame pitchers, and the Cardinals not that good. And I had put a rather large wager on the Braves just winning the series. And a couple of weird things happened, and uh, they went belly up. And uh, I think if I remember correctly, Will Clark – known as a San Francisco Giant, was on the St. Louis Cardinals that year and had had a couple of big plays, a couple of big hits, uh, at least one that killed me uh, in that in that little episode, Pierre. Cliff from Nashville writes and says, Ben, on the Maller scale of panic, how do you feel, uh, or how do you see, rather, the Titans moving forward in uh, this season? Well, that's a sporto question. Uh, Cliff says he's at a nine. Now, you can't be at a nine. Now, Tennessee, total stumble bumps. They went out there and played like, like the only preparation they had done. The only preparation they had done for that particular game was involving smoking. Smoke weed every day. And that was it. And they had not been doing any other preparation. That was ridiculous. They didn't tackle. There was a video clip of some some small, like less than 200-pound defensive guy for Arizona running around this big 300-pound offensive tackle for the for the Titans. I mean, it's embarrassing. They didn't block. They didn't tackle. They didn't do anything right. It was a gutless performance by the Titans. But it's only one game, and you actually get some – you get some 
some benefit out of that if you're a gambler because people are overreacting. I got to see that performance more often. If I see if they come out today against Seattle on a rainy, cool day in the Pacific Northwest and play similar to that, then we've got something. But I expect a much better performance from the Titans in that particular game. Andre from New Hampshire writes in. He says, I love the show and what you gents provide. And he says, secondly, would NFL owners at any given point reconsider overtime rules and make them like college? Uh, but maybe start at the 35-yard line going in, and then like in college, after two overtimes, go to alternating two-point conversions, or maybe no PATs in the NFL overtime and strictly go for two. Uh, Thank you. No right or wrong answer, but a thought from Andre. Well, Andre, my first reaction to that is that, yes, it is, is certainly possible that the NFL will piggyback off college oftentimes the nfl is so locked in their ways they don't want to change anything and so it's not just college football but those fugazi startup leagues like the xfl and some of the other leagues that have come around they've tried things and then the nfl owners see it and they're like hey that looks pretty good why don't we do that but somebody else has to be the guinea pig the nfl very rarely is the leader in the pack they need somebody else to follow them because they're a legacy sports league and they're afraid to take many chances. And so uh, that's that's the answer. But there should, there should be no ties. There's got to be a way to not have ties. And even if you have to do something totally hokey, something ridiculous, but it is a absolute bleep fest that there there can be ties. We almost had a tie. I mean, the, the Seattle uh, – not the Seattle, the, the Minnesota – yeah, it was almost like a tie. It's just ridiculous. All right, uh, Barry from Nashville says, "Yo, yo, Ma Benny, for both you and Gascon." There's a beep. Uh, what is the one decision in your life you would like to change, and why? I feel like that's question that's yeah. been asked to us a few times. Yeah, I feel like we've been asked that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to refrain. Uh, go back to a previous podcast. At, at this moment. Uh, there's there's nothing. I mean, you are a product of all the choices you make, right? Life is just a series of choices, and then the result of those choices is your life. And if it's if it's good, then you're happy about that. If you're, you're feeling good, and if it's not, you know, you're like, uh, you know, wait a minute. And the cool thing about life is, it's like it's always like that big, the surprise. You, you don't know what's what's going on, right? It's you know, sometimes it goes well, and you know, sometimes it goes the other way. And surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, you get that. <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is from Andy, still near the Tommies in Hobo Hollywood. That's the Tommies I used to go to at two or three in the morning and eat uh, triple chili cheeseburger, oh, che- uh, chili cheese fries, and uh, lived my best life. And I watched all the crazy people coming from clubs on the Sunset Strip that came down Sunset and went over to. That location in Hollywood and uh, would be uh, 10, 10 uh, sheets to the wind and just having a wonderful time. And it says, would you rather fight? I think we've had this one, too. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? We've, we've got – you want to answer that, Gascon? You want to- <laughs> no, when did we, did you get that live, live on one of your shows or was it here on the podcast? Yeah, it must have been on – well, it might have been when you were away. I've, I've, I feel like I've answered that question uh, that somebody else 
had that same question. And the answer is, I'll answer, 100 duck-sized horses. Because if the size of a duck, you're feeling pretty good about it. Like a horse-sized duck, that'd be tough. Uh, that'd be difficult. But uh, anyway, thank you for that. Uh, who else do we have? Let's see, page down here. Got a few more. Uh, Glenn in Chicago says, Ben, I just heard the Jim Moore interview from last weekend. I can't believe he is 86 now. It sure didn't sound it. I used to love him in the Saints uh, back, uh, Saints days back then, uh, terrific linebackers and defensive team, although always felt the Saints teams got a little too conservative offensively. It was funny watching those Falcon teams with Jerry Glanville beat them to make the playoffs and beat them in the first round. Uh, Jim Mora is a really good man, Glenn says. To me, uh, resembles another good coach and a good man, Marv Levy. Marv has to be 131 years old by now. Uh, Jim Morris deserves to live another 20 years. Well, yeah, Jim's great. We're so happy Jim came on. And Marv Levy, another member of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association. In the very early days of Fox Sports Radio, Marv Levy did a weekend show. And how how old is Marv? Is he 100 yet? I don't think he's 100 yet. It's a good question. Let me let me let me Google that. Um, Marv Lee is he's ninety six. Yeah, ninety six. Still, you know, still alive. I was thinking about the this same since, since you had mentioned it. Um, you know, Mora lives out. Where does he live? He lives in the desert. He mentioned yeah. he lives in the Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, uh, in that area. We should, desert, we, should we should go out there and have dinner with him. Yeah, I'd love that. That'd Could you imagine? He's got some. Yeah, man, he's got some great stories. Oh yeah, yeah, he'd be be awesome. Those old coaches. Uh, they I wish... know where the bodies are buried. That's for sure. Yeah, you know another one. He's not around anymore. He died. died. Dennis Green. Dennis Green worked oh, at yeah. Fox Sports. Right? Died too. He young, worked. Man. At... Yeah, way too young. But he had some great stories. Dennis Green. I, I mentioned. I sent you the card when I was doing college radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, De- Dennis Green. I was a college DJ at Saddleback at the radio station there, obviously. And Dennis Green came in. He was in a jazz band, as I remember, and was promoting his jazz band and came to the radio station. Since I was the big sports fan, everyone else at the radio station hated sports, I got to interview Dennis Green. He was in studio, and mm. he played some, we played some of his music, and we talked, and the, the whole thing, the usual standard radio interview. And at the end of it, and Dennis said, hey, listen, uh, he was coaching the Vikings at the time. And he said, hey, uh, we've got a game against the Chargers. Anytime we're in Southern California, if you want a, a tickets, just here's my card. Just uh, send a message to, over here and I'll get you tickets. And uh, I kept the card. I was going through my stuff when I was going through my, my parents died. And I found this card from Dennis Green. It was pretty cool. And uh, it was like, he brought back good memories of that. I was like, that's like the coolest thing. He didn't have to do that. You know, he's probably just being nice, but uh, it was, I never hit him up for tickets. I never did, never got the, the tickets when the Vikings came to play the Chargers. Uh, David in Kansas from Kansas says, I hate to say it, but after listening most of the, uh, the week that he was on to the overnight show, it, is it possible that Brian Finley isn't quite as bad as he has historically uh, been? Uh, well, that's that's up to you, David. I, I'm not going to go down that road again. I'm not going to go down that road again. Uh, but um, we've moved on. 
uh, my therapy is working. The meds are working. The therapy dog is working. Uh, we're good. And I think that's it. Uh, David from Toronto and everyone else there, I don't we have time uh, because we have exceeded our time allotment. And there's people, people have things to do. They want to watch football today. It's Sunday. You want to watch football. You don't want to listen to this, right? You're done with this. That's right. I'm done. All right. Anything to promote? Anything at all? Anything uh, at all? Twitter handles. Uh, Facebook, of course. The show, the podcast. Well, well, we haven't had many reviews back in the day. Yeah, we don't. We've been, the reviews have calmed down, and we need more reviews. Yeah, we need good, solid, positive reviews. And then when we look, and we'll be like, oh, yes. it's wonderful when you see those good reviews. It's great. We just stand there and we say, you know what we say, Gascon? Do you know what we say? Wow, 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 it's very nice. Yeah, that's what we say. We have not taken one phone call here. I don't know. I mean, the phones have been ringing here, but and they're ringing right now, but oh, we've boy. not taken Let's one. go. Let's go. Let's go, Mallory. The phone is ringing. The phone is ringing. you got to answer the phone, man. Come on. That's a bad job by you. Shame on you. What's wrong, man? you got to do a better job. you got to do a better job. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. Uh, i got to be fair, though. i got to. Hold on a sec here. Oh, that's not working. There's a delay on this thing. I'm gonna get back to my old sound effect. Yeah, let's see. This. I hit this and it's not working. Let's Come go. on, man. Yeah, there, it there is. you go. Yeah, exactly. All right. Come on, man. All right, calm down. Now it won't stop playing. Now it's just gonna keep playing over and over again. Anyway, have a great rest of your Sunday. I'll be back on the radio. Break down all the games in week number two, including that big Kansas City and Baltimore game tonight between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar. Jackson. We'll get you all covered on that. Ben Maller on Twitter, Ben Maller Show on Facebook, and Ben Maller on Fox on Instagram. And you can follow Gascon as well. Figure him out. He's not promoting his stuff. He just said find him. Find him on there. And we'll catch you next time. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.